0: A Radio 191 FM podcast. Recently released images by NASA from the James Webb Telescope have captivated the internet. The new images so- show some of the most high resolution images of space that we've ever seen. The telescope was a joint effort between NASA, the European Space Agency and the Canadian Space Energy in- agency sorry, and has a light collecting area roughly six times that of the Hubble Space Telescope. These images also have uh, exciting implications for astronomy. I'm joined now on the phone by Dr. Jono Squire from the Department of Physics at the University of Otago to talk about these images. Kelda Johnno, Jono. Thanks for joining me. Sure. Um So, Jono, can you tell me, what do these pictures, I mean, there's quite a few of them, but what do they show? Sure.
1: So there's, there's, yeah, there's five or six that they, they released, and um, I guess in a sense they're, they're more like a teaser of what's to come from this brand-new telescope, because because these are just kind of the, the ones they, they took in the, a relatively short time after the commissioning phase so when they were figuring out how the whole telescope worked. So kind of already they're really exciting and, and showing us new things, which I guess gives you an idea of the potential of what we'll be seeing in the next few years from the, um, James Webb. So there's, there's kind of a few different things. Probably the, the most famous one is the, the one of all the galaxies, so that was probably the first one they released. I think it's called the Deep Field, and and this just shows lots of. Well, if you look, um, kind of without not very carefully, it just looks like a lot of splotches of different colours. But each of those little splotches is a different galaxy, um, and they're just kind of looking way back in the universe um, and and seeing it as it was you know, many billions of years ago, just after the start of the universe. So that one's pretty exciting. Um, they, they have these uh, called the cosmic cliffs. So there's this picture of stars being formed in, in action. There's a, a picture of stars blowing off uh, these kind of big clouds as they, as they fly out. some Things related to black holes and galaxies colliding. And then um, finally a, a picture of um, an exoplanet uh, that they're trying to characterize, understand its the content of its atmosphere.
0: And so, these these images, they're quite exciting, and you mentioned that these are just the, the first ones to come. Um, how will these and future images affect the field of astronomy?
1: Um, yeah, so I think it's it's going to be a really big... Well, the JWST, the James Webb, in, in general, is going to be really important for astronomy. So Hubble, we, we like to think of this as basically the successor to the Hubble Space Telescope. And Hubble... Uh, has been used just sort of it's it's kind of hard to <laughs> hard to describe how important it's been for astronomy in the last 20 years or so because people use it for basically everything so James Webb is going to be the successor to that it's going to be the the go-to telescope that if you can if you're allow, allowed to use it if you're able to get some time using it then it will give you the best observations out of out of anything else uh, in, a, in its wavelength range um so there's there's a few um, I, I guess the the most important difference with James Webb compared to Hubble is that it's not actually looking in the normal light that we see with our eyes, so visible light. So instead it's looking with infrared. So this is just like the idea that kind of you might normally have of an infrared camera where you can see people because they're emitting radiation. So that's how James Webb looks at the universe in this infrared radiation rather than in visible light. And the reason this is so important, well, there's a few. Um, so a big one is it relates to that the deep-field picture of galaxies I said before. So the older things are in the universe, the further away things are in the universe, the more their light gets shifted towards the infrared. So everything that's really, really old looks infrared rather than visible, and so Hubble couldn't really see it but James Webb will be able to. So we'll be able to see much further back than we could with Hubble. And then there's also all sorts of other advantages, like you can see through dust clouds, which would otherwise obscure your view, and uh, you, can, you can watch different, different things happen, basically. So there's all sorts of exciting stuff to do, both because it can take much better images than before, because it's much more powerful, and because it's sort of seeing different types of light, which will allow different astronomy.
0: And so that kind of leads to my next question about the colouring of these photos. Um, if this is infrared, how does this colouring that we see in the photos compare to what is actually there? And also, um, you know, what would you see if you were just looking out into space with your own eyes?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So it's um, our eyes see, in, as I said, in the visible range. So this is a kind of... Uh, a With light with shorter wavelengths than what is seen by um, by James Webb, so if you looked up, well, James Webb—I should say—it can see just sort of very red stuff. So, so the stuff that James Webb can see, you might see with your eye as kind of a very red thing, but then it sees all sorts of other stuff as well. So, maybe the best way to explain it is to say that what we see with our eyes isn't really particularly. Special as far as the universe is concerned. So visible light isn't a particularly special range. It just happens to be what our eyes can see because that's what the sun emits. So the um, infrared, there's there's all sorts of stuff going on there too. And I think the best way to think about it is just is like different colors, right? So we're used to the idea of some things being red and some things being blue and some things being green. So blue things have short wavelengths green things have somewhat longer wavelengths, red things have somewhat longer wavelengths than that, well, just continue upwards to longer wavelengths and longer wavelengths and longer wavelengths. That's the infrared. So there's no fundamental difference between it and and the visible light. It's just that our eyes happen not to be able to see it. So when they then want to show you a picture of what the telescope sees, well, obviously they want to make it into a form that our brains can interpret, right? So, So they turn... You know, the, some of the shorter wavelengths, they turn into sort of bluish colours, and some of the longer wavelengths, they turn into reddish colours. So it's not exactly what you would see, but it is basically a, a depiction of what the universe looks like, if that makes sense.
0: Excellent. And so of these f- a few images that have been released so far, what's the most exciting, or which one's your personal favourite?
1: So I think that the deep field one is, is the most exciting one to me, so that's the one with all the different galaxies in. Um, the reason being, basically, so imagine you take a, a grain of sand and you put it in your hand and then you hold it out uh, in your outstretched arm. So the, the size of that image in which you're seeing all these galaxies from James Webb is as if you were looking through that grain of sand. So it's just this tiny, tiny little patch of the sky. And they chose this little dark patch and then they just stared at it for 12 hours. And that's what they saw, all these galaxies. So it just shows that the universe is completely filled with galaxies, um, which are all doing their thing really far away. And uh, it's, it's kind of this amazing um, just idea in your mind that it, it stretches out so far. So that's the kind of science region, reason that one's particularly exciting. The technological reason is there's these kind of great comparisons online between what James Webb sees and what Hubble sees, and you can see that James Webb just sees way more stuff. Like, it's much clearer, they see many more galaxies, and you can see much more detail in these images. And that's despite the fact that this the same picture was taken over a much, much shorter time frame. So Hubble took it over, like, 10 days, and James Webb only took it over 12 hours. And even still, you see heaps more detail. So it just gives a taste of sort of the... Much greater power of James Webb compared to Hubble and and what it's going to be able to do in the future, I think. This was a radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.